You're listening to Workaholic, a podcast that helps professionals like you escape burnout and experience growth. My name is Kiko Mabilog. Thank you for joining me today. What is up, Workaholics? You are here with me, Kiko Mabilog. You are listening to Workaholic with Kiko Mabilog, a podcast that helps professionals escape burnout and experience growth in their careers. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, we're going to talk about robots and artificial intelligence, which is something that has been blowing up in recent times. Unless you've been hiding under a rock, I'm sure that you've heard of AI becoming a tool that everyone and anyone can really access. I mean, this is not new news. This is something that has been happening over the past couple of years. It started with chatbots uh, and then automations. Uh, that technically aren't really AI, but I mean, there is some sense of machine learning there. But then the news blows up about these tools like ChatGPT and MidJourney that are suddenly doing things that other humans used to do completely manually. And so with all of these, you know, AI developments that are happening in the field, the big question in people's mind and really in connection and connivance with our conversations here in Workaholic is how is this going to affect employment and employability? Because there's this big fear that robots are now starting to take over jobs. And so it's going to be hard for many people in the workplace to stay relevant in the age of AI. And, you know, um, I, I guess really it's just a matter of time until uh, certain people will actually start losing jobs to artificial intelligence. In fact, I argue that uh, it's starting to happen. And, and uh, I'll, I'll share some stories uh, that kind of like uh, strengthen that, that claim that there is a time when technology and advancement will start to deem certain job roles obsolete. And when it does happen for AI, it won't be the first time in history that this has happened. I mean, this is something that has been happening all across history for many, many years. So this isn't like a an apocalyptic kind of like uh, podcast where robots are going to take over, Skynet's going to, you know, take over mankind. That, that's not what, what this is, right? But this is really just, you know, uh, an embracing and an acceptance really of what is to happen and how can we best respond to that so that we can still remain relevant in this new age, in this new era? You know, when ChatGPT starts taking over jobs, and like I said, it's starting to happen bit by bit, this won't be the first time, again, that that technology and advancement has, has uh, deemed certain jobs obsolete. Did you know that there was once a time in history where bell ringers were the alarm clocks of their time it's it's uh it think of it this way i mean alarm clocks right now we have it on our phones we have it on on our watches or apple watches if you're social no i mean it's always been there right i mean and we can't imagine life without having an alarm clock even if you're a millennial or a little bit older and you remember those those 500 peso alarm clocks that you would buy from SM department store. We've always had that. 
But there was once a time in history where alarm clocks were actually bell ringers in towns where you would have one or two bell ringers in a town who would watch out for a certain time and would ring the bell. And you can imagine this, that that was their day-to-day life. Every day they would ring the bell at 6 a.m. when everyone's supposed to wake up. And at 12 noon when everyone's supposed to go on, on lunch. Or, um, you know, I think the, the one that stays until today is when they ring the bell when it's time for church. And we have bells still in Catholic churches that ring or in some sense or another when it's time to start the Mass. And there was a time that that's the only way people had an alarm clock. And then the alarm clock was made. And when the alarm clock and the clock in general uh, came to be, all of a sudden these bell ringers were no longer uh, necessary. I mean, not, not the people per se. Of course, the people were valuable and necessary. But their jobs weren't necessary anymore. And so bell ringers started to lose jobs. And they had to find other means and ways to stay uh you know, valuable to society. And that's just the way it is. It's not just with alarm clocks. It's it's everything from, from uh, uh, if you've watched the movie, uh, one great movie that I like to watch uh, many times is Hidden Figures, which is a story about women in NASA. And there was this one, uh, I guess, small narrative in the story where, where there was once a time where you needed manual uh people to manually compute you know certain certain things and then came in the the computer right and uh, not the computers we have today but like the bigger ones that could you know automatically compute what women in in that story had to compute manually and then in the story basically this this group of women um, led by uh, uh, an african-american woman and most of them were african-american decided that if we want to stay relevant, we need to start learning how to use this computer. And true enough, uh, in the story, if you want to watch the movie, I highly recommend it. I, I'm sure that it's on Netflix. I think I watched it on Netflix at some point. But in the story, basically, they started to run the first computers in NASA. And instead of getting retrenched or uh, instead of losing their jobs, they actually got hired to take care of that job. And that's really what it takes for us to to stay ahead of the curve and I don't want to get ahead of myself but I'm going to leave you with some some tips and and uh, some best practices I would probably say and hopefully principles timeless principles that will still help you stay relevant in the age of AI so let's j- jump straight into it the first one basically is to embrace the trend it's to embrace the trend the more that you fight the trend uh, the harder it's going to be for you to stay relevant you know uh, let me tell you one of our most recent experiences to kind of illustrate that uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie I do again believe that AI will start taking jobs uh, and I say that because in some way or another that kind of happened to us so we had one client at the start of the year who we were writing content for and uh, as you know chat GPT started to roll in you can imagine that this all of a sudden this tool that's basically free for the most part, can now do what writers who got paid anywhere between thirty to forty thousand pesos a month. Uh, this tool can now do that in, in replacement for them, and it did replace like 
us in a in a certain company. I was I was writing for a company, and then uh, early this year we were told that we're we were no longer needed because they were going to resort to AI to start writing content, and that hurt a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you; it's always gonna hurt when you lose a client. But instead of fighting ChatGPT and saying, "Darn this tool! It, it just cost us to lose uh, a really good client," we started to embrace it, and I started to embrace it. I, I dived down deep and tried to understand like how am I gonna use this to stay relevant. And cut the long story short, really, we started learning everything. I started using it to write SEO content, and uh, embraced it. I mean, of course, you know, there's this, there's a lot of of other things that you need to do with content. You just can't get AI content, written, written content, and just slap it into a website. You still need to uh, customize and 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 uh, make it a bit more human, so to speak, and. But the bottom line is we started using AI. And so this this uh, this new trend basically where we started approaching new clients and saying, hey, we write content and uh, we're using AI to do this. Uh, we're still gonna charge um, the same and uh, we, we'd love to work with you. And when, when we did that, we actually started getting more clients. And when clients came to us and said, hey, yeah, I mean, you're gonna use this, but we would still love to pay you you know, a, a good amount, we actually realized we could charge people more now that we were using ChatGPT in our workflow. And funny enough, we actually uh, got that client who left at the start of the month back. Uh, and now we're working with that same client. He's actually paying us more money uh, and he's letting us use ChatGPT. So the point basically here is we can either fight the trend or we can embrace the trend and of course there are other things that come into play like you know the morality of uh, ai and how we can better regulate this i'm not going to dive into that uh, just because i don't want to but you know in, in a work setting we can we can really embrace you know these trends and these changes in a way that is still ethical but it really still adds value to us and to the people that we serve. The second one, if you want to really stay relevant in this new age of artificial intelligence and digitization and all of that, is really to focus on emotional intelligence. Because some people will want to continue working with you, not because you can do things faster, not because you can do things more accurately, but simply because you're likable and pleasant. You know, there are times when skills will become obsolete, but even in times like this, character will still remain irreplaceable. When you come to work or you're, if, you're, or if you're also working online, there is still a human factor in the workplace where your, your countenance, your attitude, your disposition will really affect workplace engagement, will in, in will will affect culture and things like that and you know emotional intelligence there's so many um, reasons for us to believe that emotional intelligence is highly helpful if you want to really grow in leadership as well uh, people who become leaders in organizations are people who are not just gifted and talented and, and skilled and can work fast and all of that but they're also really good with people and so 
in the workplace that's still going to be relevant and that's also something that ai cannot obviously do you know there are certain human elements that you can't uh delegate to a, a bot or a, or an automation and many of that has to do with decision making you know reading people and being able to to uh, to empathize more more uh, more efficient not really efficiently but empathize better in the workplace and that's why eq is still going to very much be like a, a big linchpin maker in the workplace even with ai in the picture the last tip that one i'm going to give you really quick tip here is to keep on learning because many make the mistake of stopping uh education or self-education when we're done with school you know we think that when we have a diploma and you're done studying that we've learned everything that we have to know but that's not the case there are so many things so many different um you know avenues for us to continue to learn and expand our knowledge our skill set uh the value that we bring in the workplace learning must never stop because one of the great assets of a competitive person whether it's in the context of being an employee of a company or being a, a, a freelancer or a business owner it's not technicality it's teachability if you're teachable and you're humble enough to say i don't know everything and i'm ready to absorb i'm let, i'm ready to learn no matter how many changes happen in this age or in the next decade or the next year you're still going to remain competitive because you keep on growing keep on learning and you keep on expanding your your capacity but you also become someone who is highly irreplaceable in the workplace and i've seen this many times in 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 my in my 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 uh, my work and the things that we do as a business the people that we serve and I truly believe that if you have that same mindset as well even with all of these developments you will still stay relevant when all said and done all of these you know three practices or principles they all really go back to how can you as a person continue to add value in the workplace or in your client's life or what whatever scenario you're in whether you're a business owner or you're an employee uh who that wants to stay relevant in your industry in in your in your work uh it's about adding value continuing to find ways to add value to people whether you add value through your skills and the technical skills that you learn using ai using chatbots and all of these you know tools and and uh, advancements or whether you add value through your emotional intelligence you know being a person who is pleasant to work with by you know being uh, someone who people like to work with or or who can become a natural leader in the workplace all of these things really at the end of the day the reason why uh people like this stay relevant is because they continue to add value to people and so i think that's really the overarching question that we should ask ourselves through all the change through all the developments how can i continue to add value in the workplace in a way that a robot cannot or a, a a tool cannot or a software cannot if we do that then you'll never run out of clients you'll never run out of work that's just the way it goes i hope that this has added value to you uh you know just speaking i guess along those lines 
and uh, I hope that you continue to listen to Workaholic and not some AI-generated uh, podcast, although, of course, some of those still add value as well. But hopefully, at the end of the day, uh, this has really pointed you towards the right direction that many of you, if not all of you who are listening to this, will still be challenged to stay relevant in the age of AI. You're not uh, going to get replaced by a robot. Your job might be, but if you continue to expand and learn and improve yourself in, in many ways, then you'll still be a linchpin in your organization. Thanks so much for joining us. I'll see you next time on another episode of Workaholic. Bye.